0: Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today and this week we've been doing a sort of teaching on heaven and in the first episode I sought to lay a certain foundation to let us understand what the Bible means when it says heaven and we saw different um, interpretations or translations that end up as heaven but the main goal of what I said in the first episode was to let us see that there is a life that is Of heaven, you see, heaven is the abode of God, and everything that is of God proceeds from there. It is that place of God's internal perfection. So it means that for every issue of our lives, for every issue of life, there is what is heavenly and what is earthly. And our goal as Christians is for us to understand and follow what is heavenly, what we what we see on in this life, what we see going forth and coming and everything that happens does not necessarily depict God's perspective of things. As long as there's heaven that is the place of God's eternal perfection then our goal is to find what is God's perspective of things and live according to that. Now when the conversation of heaven happens there's always a conversation of what happens when we die and we know there's talk for example of paradise sometimes used interchangeably with heaven so i want to talk about paradise today just teach a few things and we know that in the new testament for example it is mentioned jesus told the that repented at the cross that today you will be with me in paradise paul says he was caught up in, into the third heavens and he says that he was caught up actually to paradise in second corinthians chapter 12 so, what is paradise? Now, paradise is the place of the departed in Christ. When a man dies in Christ, actually, his judgment has happened. His judgment has happened because he will find himself in paradise. So, it's the place of the departed in Christ. In the same way, there is its opposite, the place of them that de- part and are not in christ and that is hades the bible calls that place hades all right and so bible says that or jesus said that i will build my church and the gates of hades shall not prevail against it because the gates refer to the entry point so hades is that entry point that is receiving all those that are not in christ and like i said the opposite is paradise so when we read the story of the rich man and lazarus in luke chapter 16 uh, from verse 19 to 31 we know that when Lazarus died Bible says the angels carried him into Abraham's bosom by the way Abraham's bosom is a way that Jews described paradise and I'll talk about why they, they called it as Abraham's bosom but we know that the Bible says the angels carried him there so we see that this was somebody being received by God into his eternal destination or his entry point as one that has died in the Lord and so he went into Abraham's bosom. The idea that it was the angels that sent him there presupposes that that was God receiving him, God receiving him. Now, why is it called Abraham's bosom? It is called Abraham's bosom. The Jews call that Abraham's bosom because the idea of the bosom sense a picture of a feast all right during a feast one could rest his bosom if he had that intimacy with the head of the table for example he would rest his head on that person's bosom so we know that at the last supper john rested his head on jesus's bosom firstly it talks about the feast secondly it talks about a certain intimacy that john shared with jesus and so describing paradise as abraham's bosom tells us that there's a feast that goes on in paradise there's a feast going on in paradise so them that depart in christ they are not j- just ghosts they are they've not just vanished awaiting a certain time they go into god's Eden. i call it the Eden of god paradise they go into a feast all right they go into a feast by the way let me just say this that when you read the same story of um, the rich man and Lazarus, it, it seems to presuppose that paradise is close to Hades because of course the rich man communicated with Abraham and by extension to Lazarus and Abraham told him that there was a big chasm between the two and so they could not cross over. So then one may ask where exactly is it a place in hell well i believe and that's what many scholars believe that this was before the resurrection but after the resurrection christ carried paradise into heaven bible says that he led when he ascended he led captivity captive right he led a train and so it was christ moving and so you see that when Paul talks about paradise he says that he was caught up to the third heaven and he was caught up into paradise but before Christ's resurrection before Christ's death and resurrection when he talks about the story of the rich man and Lazarus he talks about Hades and paradise in such a way that they seem to be close to each other all right and so let's not be confused about that I believe that today as it is now paradise is in heaven Is in the third heavens, and it is the place of them that have departed in Christ, awaiting the next dispensation. But what am I why am I talking about all these things? What's the you know significance of all of this? I think it's important because number one, for those that are not in Christ, we need to understand that there isn't a certain you know distant future of Christ's return that we on earth now are necessarily waiting for. Of course, we are looking for his return and he shall return, but you see. Our judgment happens immediately, he dies. I like to say that the day anyone dies for that person, Christ has returned. The day anyone dies, his judgment has happened, whether he's ending up in paradise or he's ending up in Abraham's bosom, whether he's walking through the gates of, or he's ending up in Hades, whether he's walking through the gates of Hades, or he's being received by the angels into paradise. So we should not think that we have time as we wait for Christ to return. There is an agency. And for us as Christians, it's the same agency that tells us that we must preach the gospel. We must depopulate that contingent that are walking through the gates of Hades and ensure that for the everyone that dies, he's heading into paradise. Christ will return. We hope and look forward to his return. But his return is not a message of us having a lot of time his return is a message of urgency and even if his return is not on on our mind we should remember that at death a decision will be made on our lives whether the angels will carry us into paradise or we shall walk through the gates of hades i'll come your way again with another word god bless you